Coming up on today's episode of the Hey Girlfriend podcast. When someone abandons you, look at it as being set free. And also look at it as them showing you proof of how they are able or not able to connect. And this is going to also go towards the removing yourself from the experience part. Because what you're essentially doing is you're coming back home to yourself. And you're realizing that what you want and what you need, they may not be able to provide it, you know. It's understanding that they had to set you free. Because it wasn't fair to you to be tied up with something or someone that couldn't give you what you need. Excuse me, can I please talk to you for a minute? When you're going through something, sometimes it helps to know that there's someone out there that understands you and what you're actually going through. It makes the healing journey a little easier. The creator of the I've Been That Girl social media community that currently has a growing number of followers and dearly known as girlfriends brings to you the Hey Girlfriend podcast. Tune in every Thursday to hear conversations that are honest, vulnerable, empathetic, and relatable, hosted by author and mindset and intuitive coach, Kendall D. These conversations are sure to empower you with more clarity and understanding about your own healing journey. Every episode will include Kendall sharing intimate parts of her personal healing journey, from surviving toxic relationships to healing trauma to unlearning old conditioning and thinking patterns. Consider yourself now having a friend by your side that just gets you. Hey, girlfriends, it's your girl, Kendall D. Mindset and intuitive coach, Kendall D. Back with the Hey Girlfriend podcast. And today's topic is all about healing abandonment wounds. This is going to be a very deep episode some may argue that all of them are pretty deep you know what I guess they are but this one is something that I had to take my time with deciding if I was going to speak on it because I'm not a licensed therapist yet I am in school to become one Uh, I am a mindset and intuitive coach and a lot of the wisdom and work that I've that I a lot of the wisdom that I have I guess I should start with comes from me healing my own wounds and working through my own shit, basically. And how I learned to do this, you know what? I don't know. I just call it my God-given talent because it's just something that was almost intuitive, intuitive to me to just do it this way. I don't know how. but it worked and over time it got better and better and so now I feel like I'm at the stage to where I have really developed and grown in this and I've done even some research to back up what I've already intuitively known to help you all and so without further ado I'm just gonna say let's get into it I'm ready okay so when it comes to abandonment wounds You may be wondering, like, how do I know if I have abandonment wounds? For starters, you'll know by how it feels 
when it's time to detach or let go or something or if you're having a hard time with it. Anyone can have abandonment wounds. Actually, I feel like everyone probably can. Everyone does. It's just that sometimes it affects us in different ways, shows up in different ways, in different steps. It it just shows up differently. But it can hurt no matter where you're at in life. It can be abandonment wounds that started all the way back when you was a kid. And it can be that you had a decent childhood and you've gotten and you've been abandoned as an adult and you haven't worked through it. You know? This is not something that I feel is is specifically towards your inner child. Although a lot of it can be, and I'm gonna to get to all of that. This is for everyone, you know. Everyone, if you have both your parents had a good loving household and you went out, met a guy or whoever you date and everything was going good and then suddenly it's not and they tell you they don't want to be with you anymore. They break up with you, leave you. That can make you feel abandoned. No matter how good of a childhood you have, that can be a blow to you. So this is for all of that. Anything you have a hard time detaching from or, or moving through, you know, None of this is none of this is something that you just get over. You know, I want you to visualize you working through it. And you know, working through things is going to be ups and downs, in and outs, crying, not crying, numbness. It's going to be all of the things. Okay? So let's just think about that. You're working through this, okay? There is no timeline to healing this, but I guarantee that after listening to this, you're going to feel like you're able to move through it. I promise you. And I know that's a big promise to make. But this is what helped me personally because I've been through a lot. And this is the research that I've done so far as well. Um, even some things I've learned so far in school and I've just started. You know, so... Uh, it's going to be all the things. I promise you, you're going to be, you're going to feel better and feel like you're able to move through it. Because really, what it is, is that abandonment wounds can leave you feeling stuck. They can leave you feeling stuck, angry, upset, lost. Um, you can internalize it as something being wrong with you. You can internalize it as that you're not good enough. You can, it, it can breed disappointment, make you feel like you're going to be alone forever. Um, just all the things make you feel like you're just not good enough. You know, all these feelings. I want to tell you how you can work through it. So, for starters, when something or someone abandons you, you know, of course it's going to be, you know, earth shattering to you. I want you to first realize that it's okay to be like hurt and heartbroken from that. And I want you to be able to admit that to yourself, that it's just something that just made you feel so lost, so down, so out, so misused, so mistreated, so shattered, you know? It's okay to feel that way. And the, and you start going through all the emotions in your head, like, you know, I must not be good enough, like, if you, if you didn't get a position or a job you wanted, I must not been good enough, um... Or if someone leaves you, I'm going to be alone forever. These thoughts right here is what makes you feel like your world is just crumbling apart. 
and I've been there because it's like with my first, you know, with my second ex, with my ex Sebastian, that was the most shattering, heartbreaking experience ever. You know, I felt so abandoned and so lost, so used, so unworthy. I felt all the things because I had so much hope riding on this relationship working out. I worked so hard on it, tried so hard. Like, while in it, I knew it was probably not going to amount to anything. I, I knew there were red flags. I knew it wasn't all good, but I just had so much hope. And it's because he gave me so much hope in the beginning. But that's neither here nor there. And so when he left me for someone else, which is part of the devaluation stage when you're dating a narcissist, that's another topic. But during that, I just felt so depleted, so just out of it. And so... With the net, you know, a lot of the internal, you know, you begin to internalize a whole lot. You begin to feel all these feelings about yourself like you're not worthy enough. You begin to blame yourself, maybe even, to think about what you could have done differently, you know. And you start to get really afraid, fearful, and the abandonment wounds and the triggers kick in. Now, some, well, you could argue that this is your inner child wounds being rewounded, and it possibly is, and it possibly was for me. But either way, that is a shattering experience, you know. Whether you're, it's the inner child or the adult, you whatever it is, you know. One can say that, you know, that's that's pretty hurtful, right? Yeah. And so, what I did to get through that. To the emotional part is I allow myself to feel it. I allow myself to feel all the feelings. Don't bypass them. You know, you have to you have to feel it. Like what's the what's the saying goes in order to you can't heal what you don't reveal. And so, during that part of the feelings that came up, I allowed myself to feel them. And when you allow yourself to, like, feel those feelings, you're able to process them. So, whatever it is I was feeling, you know, I accepted it. If I wanted to cry, I cried. And so, that leads me into, like, the next step that kind of helped me. And so, you know, after... All of that, you know, someone you really had high hopes for, anything you had high high hopes for just is gone. It's no longer. You know, that feeling, like, I literally can feel my heart breaking. Like, you can feel it in your stomach, and it's like you feel like you're just so lost without it or so lost with this person. And you're just like, you feel the abandonment wound. You feel it, you know? And so... That part in itself is very, very emotional. You're going to feel all the feelings. As you're feeling those feelings, what helped me with that was dealing with the reality of things. And what I mean by that is I accepted that 
something, I accepted that. What I wanted was not going to be. You know? And that takes time. But I dealt with the reality by realizing that I had to, like, really think about what actually happened. And what I did right here, y'all, is I allowed myself to accept the parts I wanted to accept and make sense of the parts that I couldn't make sense of and then left the rest alone, if that makes sense. So what I mean by this is that with the breakup of my ex, for example, that's the main thing that I want to talk about here. With the breakup of him, I accepted the fact that he was just not going to be who I wanted him to be. You know, that was hard. I had to sit back and really think about it logically. Like, Kendall, the way he acted for the whole two years you were together, is that someone you really want? Or really, or were you really trying to make him be someone he's not? And I was like, you're right, Kendall. <laughs> and then I also thought to myself, like, okay, so now that you understand who he really is, what kind of person he really is, you get that. You know, I also allowed myself to still love him. And I know you're probably like, what? I can still love my ex? Maybe you're not. But this is the part that I mean by accepting what you, accepting parts that you can hold on to and then letting go of parts that are not really for you. I let go of the part that he was never going to be who I wanted him to be. He was never going to be the man that I needed. Never going to amount to the type of relationship that I want. He, he, it just wasn't going to be. But I still loved him for who he was. But I knew that who he was, it couldn't, I couldn't be with. Like, I had no hatred for him. Like, if you're waiting to hate your ex to get over them, it's not going to happen sometimes. I still had love for them. I just accepted that I have love for them, but I can't give it to them. And it's not going to be, and they just can't be who I need because of their own emotional capacity. That's that truth that came in right there. It's like once that set in, it was easier to accept the parts that I could and do with the parts that I couldn't. This right here helped me to heal the abandonment wound. Sometimes we have to take a step back. Like we feel the feelings, process them. And as you're feeling them, you'll realize that you start to look at things a different way in your mind. And look at things differently about what happened. Because you're feeling the feelings and you're processing them. You're going to, if you just, say if you just didn't feel the feelings and you're like, whatever, I don't care. But deep down you do. And you're just trying to make yourself not care and get over it. That's the part that's going to make you have these abandonment wounds longer than what you would like. And they're going to come up every single time. Often. And you're going to find yourself not really, not understanding why you are the way you are. Why you can't get over things. Or why you can't heal. Because you never healed from the first time. So feel the feelings. I felt those feelings. And as I was feeling them, I couldn't help but start to process them. And go through different scenarios in my mind. And it came to a point to where I got tired of the scenarios. I'm like, you know what? Stop. Wait a minute. You know, it was not going to be this way. This is what it really was. And I accepted what was really was and accepted that I was going to always love him and that it just couldn't be. And also, 
whenever an experience like that happens to me, or when that, when that happened to me, what really helped me to get out was the light at the end of the tunnel. And your light at the end of the tunnel to get past the abandonment wounds of feeling like left and discarded is you visualizing you and who you want to become. So you have to realize that how your current situation is, is not how it's always going to be. And so why sit there and dwell on the current situation like I'm alone and I'm this and that? You can't self-abandon when you're healing abandonment wounds. You have to actually tend to yourself and visualize who you want to be. And what I mean by that is I also visualize the type of relationship that I want. The type of man that I want. I visualize the life that I wanted. You know, and that's where I guess you can call yourself like a hopeless romantic air quotes. But that's what kept me going. I couldn't sit around dwelling on, you know, the breakup or dwelling on he didn't want me or I was left and he hurt me. He cheated on me. I couldn't sit around dwelling on the now. If I just stayed focused on the now, you know, I was going to be I would still be stuck there. Years later, still disgruntled. You, you know, you know, you see some people walk around, act like they're mad at the world, you know, and for no reason, disgruntled, upset, taking their pain out on you, and you know, and some of our own parents may be like that, where they're still hurt by whoever hurt them back in the day, or they're still taking their pain out on you, or they're difficult to deal with because they never healed. That's what I mean. If you just stay stuck in it, and so I didn't, you know. I said, mm-mm, my life is not, this is not the end. He's not the last man on earth. Yeah, he left me. But, good riddance. Even if they were a de- decent person and it just didn't work out. Good riddance, you know. And you'll get to that point. But what helped me to get to that point and to be okay with it and to accept it and to move forward was to move forward towards who I envisioned myself being and even the life I envisioned myself having. You know, that is what really helped me to get through the abandonment wounds. And also, what help, What can help is when it comes to internalizing it, you know, that's always going to be like our, maybe our first go-to thing. You know, you can't help but to feel like I did something wrong or I'm a failure or, or to bad talk yourself. Whatever it is that you internalize, you can't help but to do that. That's going to be almost a natural instinct because you start blaming yourself, wondering, you know, what did I do wrong? Or you look at it, if you already had self-doubts about yourself, someone abandoning you or not choosing you, you look at it as proof that, okay, yep, I was right about me. Look, they left me. But that's not it. And so, what I did here was, you have to separate yourself from that experience. Separate yourself from that person or whatever it was abandoning you. And what I mean by separating yourself from the experience is that you 
realize that what's for you will find its way to you and what's not for you will make its way away from you and that's okay. None of it has to do with who you are. The choices someone makes about you or towards you does not have to be a direct reflection of who you are. If you didn't get that job, that doesn't mean you weren't good enough. Possibly, that's saving you for something that's not a good fit for you or you're not really prepared for it as you thought you were. And that is okay. There have been many times where I've been turned down for things. I was turned out recently for a job I was trying to get in my current position. I wanted something to do something different. I didn't get it. And for a minute, you know, I downed myself about it, saying I bombed the interview, which I maybe did. But I wasn't prepared as I thought I was for the interview, I have to admit. And then I thought about it like, I don't want anything that I don't feel I can do. I thought I could do it. I was trying it. But it's obvious through that that it may not have been the best fit. And that's where the acceptance comes in. You know, at first I felt, you know, down about it. I was sad about it, down about it. And then the reality came to where I had to thank them, thank them for not picking me. And you can do that with a relationship. Like, it's going to hurt at first. Feel the feelings. But then I want you to really get, you know, logical about it, if you will. And understand that it must have not been it. You know, and it's not because of who you are. You have to believe that there is life beyond that, that you can expand beyond that. And you have to believe and know that there's more than that. There's more than that opportunity. There's more than that person, whatever it was that abandoned you. And something else that can help here is not letting this directly affect your, I guess, inner child, so to speak. And it's time to tend to your inner child. That's what I did. It's like you have to tell yourself and your inner child that it's not because we weren't good enough that this happened. It's not our fault that we were mistreated. If you were mistreated and abandoned, you have to accept it. And you have to tell your inner child, I mean, that it wasn't our fault. You're not the reason that someone mistreats you or leaves you or can't fit with you, you know? And so, once you, t by tending to that, you first cannot self abandon, you can't abandon yourself. And call yourself all these names. You got to have a little compassion for yourself. And compassion for the situation. You know. And what I learned to do. In those moments. Or in those times. All those times when I was abandoned or left. After processing it a bit. I began to look at it as me being set free. That's something that I use quite a bit. And, you know, on my page, and I've said it a few times, is that you're switch it from, I'm not being abandoned, I'm being set free. Because when you're set free, 
it has a different tone to it, you know? It has a tone of, I am being released from something or someone that was not in alignment with me. I'm being set free to attach to what is, to what's next for me. And you have to know and believe that there is more outside of this experience experience of being abandoned. Sometimes it can leave you feeling stuck, you know, feeling like you're in and, and, and you feel even more stuck when you're bending yourself than this. But it can leave you feeling stuck like this is how it's gonna always be. No one's ever gonna love me. But that is not true. You know? Whoever was not able to love you, that is a dim problem. And I won't even say it's a problem. That is a that is info for you. You know, do you want someone that is incapable of loving you the way you need? Do you? Do you want someone that is incapable of showing up for you how you need? Do you want someone that you have to beg to love you the right way? Do you want someone that doesn't want to stay? If they don't want to stay, they have that right to choose that and it doesn't have to mean that there's something wrong with you or that it's a direct reflection of who you are. You want to be set free from that. Because in setting you free from that, you're now able to move on to what is for you. And I know it may be hard to look past what you wanted so badly. It may be hard to let that go. It may be hard to move past those abandonment wounds, you know? It may be hard for you to comprehend how they could not want you. You know, because maybe you've already had feelings of being, feeling like un, that you're unlovable or that you're not wanted. You know, you may have already had these deep thoughts and beliefs and feelings about yourself. And so now this is like adding salt to the wound, you know. Someone has re-triggered you or re-wounded you. And so what I did to get to the bottom of that and to heal through that and to not feel the pain and the loss too long from things or people or anything that uh, that quote-unquote abandons me, what has helped me tremendously in this is to not take it personal. And you will get there. It takes practice. It takes healing the e initial wounding that you may have had there before but what helped is to look at my own self and understand that I also have a right to choose I also have a right to leave or put down what's not for me I have a right to say no I've been it's been times where I've quote-unquote rejected people that I was dating that I didn't want to date any further it's been times where I had to quote unquote abandon them. You know, it's it 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 actually helped me to realize that it's not personal because I too have that writing decision. And since I have that writing decision, I can't take that away from anyone else. All I can do is feel the pain from it because it's gonna hurt regardless. And then move forward and realize that, you know what? That just wasn't it. And to move forward that, you have to visualize what you want. 
like think about it like for me i just thought about the kind of relationship that i wanted like that relationship ending or not being chosen that just got me to really visualize okay what is it that i want and who do I want? What does it look like? What do future me look like? What, is, what do these things look like? And would you believe it that I'm there now? Like, I guess I could say eight, ten years ago, I remember being just so distraught over an ex that just left me, that hurt me, abused me mentally, emotionally, that just was a textbook narcissist, dogged me out. And I really had such high hopes for relationship. Tried my hardest, my best, and it didn't work out. It was so heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. You know, I pictured myself with him. This was my vision to be with him. And when I got out of that, I visualized and meditated on the type of man I wanted. And would you believe it? I have that exact man right now. I'm telling you, this works. If anything, I hope that this podcast gives you a little hope and to give you, to help you visualize what it wants and to help you understand that you can expand into it. You know, there is so much room for expansion out there. It's not just that little bubble of that person, that one guy or that one thing, whoever it is, one person that you really wanted. There's so much more out there. And even if it's not a new person, you can expand into the life that you have waiting for yourself that you want and always wanted. So I visualized that girl. I visualized her, you know, basically me doing what I do now, helping other women. I visualized her being happy, having friends, and going out doing what she loves. I also envisioned the type of man that I wanted. Didn't stop until I got the particular man. And would you know, that's what I have. And so visualization is your best friend through healing to abandonment wounds. I know it sounds a little crazy, but you have to understand that you have to separate yourself from the experience of being abandoned. It's not, it's just something that you're going through. It's not actually who you are. It has nothing to do with who you are. It's not actually something that's to be taken personal. It's not, it's not that. You know, and so once you separate yourself from that, you're able to take a look at it on the outside instead of being in it like, you know, like you're the abandoned girl and like you're the one that is not worthy of love. Take yourself out of that experience, you know, and look at it for what it is. Take what you can from it. Take the lessons you can from it. Look over the relationship or whatever it was and be honest with yourself about it. Accept the truth. Accept the parts you want to accept. And disregard the other parts. You know? So that's just me kind of giving you like a rundown of what it is. Now, will you get abandoned and feel the abandonment once again? Can every can you be re-triggered? Yes. Like I said, I just didn't I just, you know, didn't get this job that I really wanted. Recently, this was like a week ago, <laughs> a week or two ago, I think, and I didn't get it, and I felt a little triggered, I felt a little sad about it, but then I removed myself from the experience. I told myself, you know, that is not really for you. Like, and I even went further and told myself, like, 
Do you want to work in customer service for the rest of your life? You know, that's me removing myself from the experience. Like, just that's really what I want. Why am I working so hard to move up in something or move around in something that I really don't want to stay in? This is not even in alignment with me. And it's just like with that guy or that person, whoever you date, you know, whoever you date, use whatever pronoun you want, whoever you, whoever you see you want to date. It's the same thing. It's like once you remove yourself from it, you're like, do I really want someone like that? Do I really want someone that is not as deep as me and wants to be as deep in this as I do? Do I want someone that doesn't, um, I don't know, want to talk to me as often as I like to talk? Do I really want someone that doesn't want to be in it like I do? You know? Do I want someone that makes me feel like I'm unlovable? Do I, you know, and you just, you see what I'm saying? I, do I need to go on? You know, ask yourself those things. It's like once you remove yourself from the experience, instead of just saying, "Well, oh, they didn't pick me," and this is, the, you know, I get it. Feels sad, but once you remove yourself a bit from it, you start to your wheels start to turn, and you're like, "Well, you know what?" And that's and that helps every time. Feel the feelings and then remove yourself and start to process it more. And, yeah. That will get you to moving forward. And that's gonna that's the component that's going to help you every single time you feel abandoned or when it comes up. That's what helps you to move through it. You're going to be abandoned. You're going to feel abandoned more often than you like. It's going to come up. You know, there's no way around it. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you that you shouldn't feel the feelings whenever you feel abandoned. Feel those feelings. It's going to come up. And that doesn't mean that you just don't attach to anyone ever again or never love again or never try again. You know, because you're trying to, you know, you want a sense of control or you don't want to feel disappointed. So you just say, fuck it. You know, I'm not going to try with anyone again. I'm not going to try for an opportunity again. I'm just not going to do it again because you don't want to, you know, you feel like you don't have that control that you want. So who wants to live their life like that? No. The key is learning new tools to move through it. The key is understanding that. It's an experience that you can remove yourself from and logically look at as well. Once you once you feel the feelings, once the feelings come up, feel the feelings, and then you remove yourself and process it. I can't reiterate that enough. And just practice it, you know. You may not quite get what I'm saying because you may have not ever tried it, but try it. It actually works in my coaching when I coach the women, um, women uh, on breakups mainly. When, you know, it's someone that they really, really felt sad about or felt abandoned or felt like rejected, anything like that. You know, it hurts at first. It it does. It's going to hurt. And then once we get to processing it and talking about it, and I start asking them questions like, was this the relationship that you wanted? Is this the type of person that you wanted? Um, You know, I start asking the questions like that that helps you to remove yourself from the experience. And they get to thinking like, you know what, you're right. You know what? I did want someone like that. And it begins to be like, I just hope that they become this. Or I was hoping for the best. Or hoping for that. It works every time. Just take your time to really do that. And when I say remove yourself from it, the experience, 
you can accept parts of it, like a parts of them, I mean. Like, for example, I removed myself from the experience with my ex, but I accepted that I was going to love him, you know, forever probably. I was having a small piece of love for him. And it's like peace in that. It's peace in knowing that you can accept that person for who they are, but know that you can't be with them and accept that you're always going to love them or have a little bit of love for them because, you know, you once had a lot of love from them. It's peace in accepting that you can have that feeling towards them and move forward because you know they're no good for you. Instead of trying to make yourself hate them or become angry at them or lashing out or, you know, besides doing all that and, and giving your power away. You have more power in accepting that, you know what, I always love you, but I can't be with you. I can't fuck with you no more. <laughs> you know? And so, yeah. I want to see if I have any other, like, notes on this. I don't believe I do. I didn't really take notes. I just kind of like, what I guess you would call it, went off the dome. Yeah. I think that's all I got on this, y'all. Is that I want you to, I want to leave you with this final note, I guess. Is that when someone abandons you, Look at it as being set free. And also look at it as them showing you proof of how they are able or not able to connect. And this is going to also go towards the removing yourself from the experience part. Because what you're essentially doing is you're coming back home to yourself. And you're realizing that what you want and what you need, they may not be able to provide it, you know? It's understanding that they had to set you free. Because it wasn't fair to you to be tied up with something or someone that couldn't give you what you need. And so, essentially, once you get through the healing, you realize it's not really abandonment, you know? It really is being set free. You really are being set free. It feels like a benefit at first because it's probably rewounding or it stings and it hurts. And it's something you had high hopes for. And it's okay to feel the abandonment. But once you separate yourself from the experience of the actual happening, you know, you'll start to see that it was just you being set free. Set free for something more, for something bigger, from something more in line with you. Like, I have so many stories of things that I felt abandoned from that essentially ended up being my breakthrough. And I was, you know, glad I was set free. It's been so many times, you know. And the shit always hurt at first. But as you start the process, like, I was rejected from a guy right before I met my husband. And then I remember thinking, like, I'm glad he rejected me or quote-unquote abandoned me because... If he hadn't, I was going to be back in a toxic relationship again. Because I was willing and ready to do anything to try to keep this person. I felt myself getting to that point. Because they weren't all the way available. They're a little inconsistent. They talked to me consistently. But the dates and stuff was inconsistent. So I was, you know, hoping that maybe it'd be something different. And they released me, so to speak. And next thing you know, I was meeting my husband. 
So let that be a note for you that it's important for you to sometimes be quote unquote abandoned. Because that means that leaves room for expansion. Think about expanding. When you are ever you're abandoned, this is the last word I'm leaving you with. Whenever you feel abandoned or let go or discarded, look at that as room for expansion. Think about an opening. Don't think about being closed in in the dark, you know, with your knees pushed up to your chest and your head down. Don't think about yourself being small. You may do that at first, but I want you to get up and I want you to expand it. Think of your think of it as opening up and think about, you know what? There's a whole other world out there that I have to experience. There's a whole other life waiting for me. It doesn't look like what I'm in right now, but I'm going to visualize it. And you'll see your world start to open up a bit more and a bit more and a bit more and a bit more. And you'll see like a light at the end of the tunnel. And I don't know why I'm starting to tear up thinking about it. Because I think, because I remember thinking like that. Like slowly like opening up like a flower. Like, you know what? That's just one guy. And it's just one experience. And it just wasn't it. And what else is there for me? You know, I started getting excited about what else, what other kind of life can I live? What else can happen for me? You know, and expand. That's how you don't self-abandon. You know, you can't self-abandon yourself. And that's how you open your mind to realizing that you were really set free. And you'll be grateful for it in the end. So you got to do the work. You you can't stop on the part of the hurt. You can't stop in the hurt and sit in the hurt. Feel it. But begin to process it and accept some parts, release some parts, and then you'll move forward into separating yourself from that experience and just trying to think a little bit more logically about it and then visualizing a different life, expanding to a different life. So that's pretty much like the order. So that's all I got for this podcast episode, Girlfriends. I hope this helps you to move through the abandonment wounds and to heal the abandonment wounds and to heal your inner child. And also consider that you can heal over and over again. I don't want you to feel like that you can't be re-triggered or re-wounded or it means you didn't really heal the first time. You're human. It's going to hurt to be let down or abandoned or not chosen. It's it's going to hurt no matter how many times it happens. It's always going to hurt initially, but I've learned that it'll hurt initially for a bit. And then the processing begins a little bit quicker than it did at first. Because I'm like, I've gotten this before. And I just tell myself, I'm not abandoned. I have been set free. Remember that. Say that. You know, that, that you actually say that. Whenever you start feeling that pain of being abandoned, say to yourself, I have not been abandoned. I have been set free. You know, when you put that different connotation to it, it it just feels lighter, you know? And it doesn't feel like it's something you have to internalize. Set free sounds, it's freeing. You're not being abandoned, you're being set free. All right? Okay. That's all I got on this podcast episode. Any kind of bonus content will be on my Patreon. 
Also, I do one-on-one mindset and intuitive coaching. If you feel like you need a dip, deeper healing and more intuitive healing or something more specific to what happened to you, one-on-one coaching would be the best idea. Uh, one-on-one mindset and intuitive coaching. Um, go to I'veBeenThatGirl.net. All the details are there. Even all my social media pages, my Patreon, all that is there. Coaching details, all there. Books, all there. So, until the next podcast episode, girlfriends, peace out.